hello, my friends, and thank you for watching the Hydrologic and Climate Assessment for August 14th, 2020. I'm Aaron Wilson, and this is brought to you by the State Climate Office of Ohio and the Department of Extension at The Ohio State University. Uh, so here we are in the middle of August, rapidly approaching our harvest season for farmers across the state, uh, wrapping up those summer activities for all those kids before they go back to school, either in person or virtually. Uh, these, this is a nice photo from Elizabeth Hawkins, field specialist with OSU Extension. A lot of folks out doing yield checks right now on our corn and soybeans, and certainly this is a nice uh, corn crop here in southwest Ohio with a nice, beautiful backdrop, uh, clear, you know, um, nice blue sky, puffy white clouds, and and you know exactly what we expect here in, in August during the summer. As far as our temperature differences compared to average, we've got three looks here, seven day, 30 day, and 60 days compared to those same uh, periods in, uh, between 1981 and 2010. A little bit cooler than average over the last seven days in Western, Southwest Ohio, degree or two. Um, a little bit above average in the east, and we're gonna see why here in a, in a moment when we take a look at the precip. Over the last 30 days, it has been generally warmer than average, anywhere from a degree or two upwards of four or five degrees. If you're looking at places like Summit, uh, Portage, and Stark counties up there in Northeast Ohio, and, and the same for the last 60 days, generally two to maybe six degrees above average over the last 60 days. And as you know, it's been a, a warm summer uh, overall. Uh, looking at precipitation this past week, and we can see how uh, the temperatures played out as well. We had some rainfall in the western counties. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm sure most of you know about the derecho that moved through, uh, starting in South Dakota, Nebraska, moving through Iowa, northern Illinois, Indiana, and then died out in western Ohio. It did bring a little bit of rain on Monday, Monday evening, upwards of uh, an inch and a half across parts of southern Montgomery, northern Warren County, for instance. But all that devastation that we saw uh, out in Iowa with, um, you know, millions of acres of, of crops really leveled, a lot of, uh, you know, power lines down throughout the Midwest uh, because of this storm. A little bit of light damage in northwest Ohio. We were spared certainly the worst of it. We know a little, uh, uh, you know, we know a thing or two about derechos. If you think back to uh, June uh, of 2012, uh, but certainly, you know, this this was pretty devastating uh, impact across the Midwest. Looking at the precipitation differences compared to average over the last, uh, again, 730 and 60 days, pretty dry, except for that area in Southwest Ohio that was above average over the last seven days. Much of the state was below. You know, if you're not seeing any rain in seven days in August, then things are drying up pretty quickly. Over the last 30 days, the Western and Southern counties have fared a little bit better. They've been above average, especially when you get down in, into places like Gallia County, uh, Claremont County, Hamilton counties along the river, you're looking at 200 to 300% of normal in some cases. Uh, but again, dry in the east and overall it's been a dry summer. And that's why we have some lingering abnormally dry and moderate drought conditions across the state. Uh, if you've been paying attention to the soil moisture, you know, we, we started out the spring very moist, a lot of saturated soils out there, rapidly dried out in June, July, the last 30 days, we've seen some improvements in Western Ohio, and now we're starting to see some degradation in our Eastern counties. So this is looking at the top one meter of the soil surface. Certainly our percentiles now in terms of uh, calculated soil moisture ranking, getting down in that 10 to 30 percentile. Uh, even since last, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks here since the end of July, Small improvements uh, there in the western and, and southwestern counties and further degradation in the east. The bottom photo is a, a NASA product looking at uh, the percentiles as a function of the top 200 centimeters. 
So really the top eight inches of the soil. So we really see some, some spots that stand out here. If you're looking at uh, Western Wood County, Lucas County, uh, also Fulton down into Defiance and, and uh, parts of Paulding and, and even Van Wert, a lot, very dry conditions up here, as well as in Northeast and Eastern Ohio as well. Again, some improvements across the South and, and the West, and that, that pans out in this, this week's U.S. Drought Monitor. Looking at our stream flows, it's really isolated. You see everything from, from the red dots to the green or even blue dots. Um, the red dots indicating uh, low to much below normal stream flows for some of these locations. Again, that's just the scattered nature of the precip that we've seen. But we, you know, even over the last week, stream flows are pretty good in the west, even in the north central, central regions and much of the east. So stream flows haven't really been that impacted. You know, we've had just enough moisture coming along to kind of keep them going, even with the drying soils out there. And we can see that in the 7, 14 and 28 day looks here from the USGS Water Watch. Uh, let's talk about moisture demand. You know, one of the things that we think about in the summer is not just the moisture that's falling, but how much is being used, obviously both by a growing crop, but also the atmosphere and that, that evaporation that's taking place. And if we look at the last month, what we call the evaporative drought demand index, uh, you know, it's indicating, you know, dry conditions. This can be a precursor for some drought. We know we've had drought now for a couple of weeks, few weeks now across some of our counties. Uh, we can also look at another uh, satellite and, and monitoring-based product called Quick Drought uh, uh, Response Index or Quick Dry. It's really taking into account some of the things that can give us a short-term look, a snapshot over the last four weeks. Again, we a couple weeks ago, we had some nice rain across Marion, Crawford, Richland counties that really helped up that way. And again, across West Central Ohio, conditions have been pretty good over the last 30 days. But right now, you know, really paying attention to some of our eastern counties from Tuscarawas uh, down through Jefferson, Harrison, Belmont counties, uh, really showing up now in this quick dry response. So as far as the U.S. drought monitor goes, a lot worse drought conditions out west. As a matter of fact, western Iowa, in addition to the derecho that they saw, uh, the western part of the state is dealing with some extreme drought conditions there as well. So uh, kind of tough, uh, tough conditions for Iowa the, this growing season. Across Ohio, this is what it looks like as of last Thursday, uh, that being yesterday, actually, looking at uh, you know, drought conditions across the state, some areas of uh, moderate drought conditions, some of those dry areas that I've already depicted. Uh, but we, we do have you know, some improvements along the southwestern margin and the northeastern margin on this week's outlook. Now, as far as the weather uh, week ahead, we're, we're sort of uh, transitioning here through a couple of weather patterns. We've got a low pressure that's developed today. This is Friday, August, 4, uh, August 14th. A low pressure is developed in Kentucky. It's, it's pulling up some moisture. Uh, these isolated showers and storms aren't, aren't really widespread, but they're not moving very fast. So it's dropping some potentially heavy rainfall. We're likely to see that again throughout the weekend, Saturday, and even to the Sunday as this cold front moves through. So we've got this cold front moving through late Sunday, early Monday, and it's really going to sweep uh, very different conditions in here. By the time we get to Monday, Tuesday, we're behind the cold front. High pressure will settle in. We're looking at low humidities, relatively warm, but, but upper 70s to low 80 temperatures. Overnight lows back into those 50s. 
and I'm not sure why it keeps going through that fast. Uh, so certainly looking at some cooler temperatures. So as far as the, the week's rainfall, heaviest is going to be in the southeast. That's good news. That's the area that's kind of the driest over the last several weeks. That could help alleviate drought conditions there. Across the northwest, we're going to dry out again. So we're, we're kind of on this roller coaster where, where we've been dry and we, we've gotten a little bit better, and now we're, we're heading back toward the drier conditions. Uh, the evaporation is going to be a little bit lower with those cooler temperatures. The sun angle starting to go down a little bit. You've probably noticed the uh, the, the, the nighttime's getting a little bit longer, by the way. That's why we start to see frequent fogs in August as well, as we get a little bit longer nighttime and those temperatures cool off a little bit more uh, down into those 50s and 60s to that allow that to, uh, to happen. So the 8 to 14 day outlook, you know, we, we should still be in the low to mid 80s for highs, low to mid 60s for lows with about eight tenths to an inch of rain per week. Uh, looking at the week of August 21st through the 27th, confidence is pretty strong that after the cool period next week, we will warm back up close to or above average across much of the state as conditions will stay likely close to average on our precipitation for that eight to 14 day period. Uh, but this has been kind of going back and forth. So I, I would say close to average to slightly below average. Not everyone's going to see enough rain really to, to uh, keep those conditions improving out there. As far as the ag highlights go for this week, uh, this is uh, according to Cheryl Turner with NAS. You know, 5.9 suitable field work days uh, ending August 9th. Conditions look pretty good, fair to good conditions here. A uh, little bit cooler weather like we mentioned last week. Uh, but dry did lead to some decreases in, in topsoil moisture, and that's what we're, we're looking at the, on the left-hand side here in terms of subsoil moisture percent of short to very short as well. Um, but, but, you know, there was activities going on, seeded alfalfa, spreading of manure, and things like that. So, you know, all in all, there are some, some more difficult areas out there across the state from an ag perspective, some uh, yields that, that might be a little bit challenged this year, but, but there's plenty of other bright spots across the state as well. So as far as a summary of conditions, you know, drought monitor, uh, drought, mo moderate drought conditions cover about 17% of the state, still about 70% of the state, at least abnormally dry. It's been cooler than average and, and a little bit wet in the west, warmer than average and dry in eastern Ohio. Uh, so that's where areas have been drying out a little bit quicker. And then as we look to the week ahead, we got locally heavy rainfall over the weekend and cooler, drier weather expected again next week. As always, you can find some more information on SKU's website at climate.osu.edu. Uh, we have plenty of partners out there throughout the state, Extension, ODA, but also our regional and federal partners, the Midwest Climate Hub and NOAA as well. We always like to thank them, and, and certainly we've got a strong regional network throughout the upper uh, U.S., north central U.S. and the Midwest. As always, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and uh, come back and join us in a week or two with another update. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.